Blog Talk Radio. Is he your blood? Is he Chris? Is he that? Is he this? Did he do it? You know, it. Look, if I shoot you, I'm brainless. Different toilets, same shit. And I'm sick of explaining it. I'm waiting on the raining. My nigga is a plaintiff. Yeah, I know what you thinking. Fucked up, ain't it? Should've known better, and I plan to But dog, they be taking me out of my zone Like a nigga with a handle I sat back and watched it Put the gas back in the closet I try to tie my hands like an Iraqi hostage That nigga take shots at me No response I just flip and pop my collar like the fawns You give a nigga a footy, take you one step beyond To try to play you twice The third time is the charm You wanna conversate with the writer of the Quran Or oh, test the men Don't test the men I know what y'all thinking, dick Pause. Your future's my past. I've been here before. I know when you're scheming. I feel when you plot. And I got mental vision, intuition. I know where you're going. I read your mind's navigational system. Everybody whispering. Whispering. Streets is talking. Niggas is gossiping. Bitches calling your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. With a bodyguard, that means police is watching. And I only use his weights to keep my clock in. But when shit goes down, you know who's doing the popping. And if you don't know, guess who's doing the dropping? S dot again. Y'all got him in a bad mood. Bad mood. That's bad news. How many times have I got to prove? How many loved ones have you got to lose? Before you realize that it's probably true. Whatever Jigga say, Jigga probably do. Shit, I paid my dues. I made the news. I came in the door for Dolo Blaze the crew. And the streets say Jigga can't go back home. You know when I heard that? When I was back home. I'm comfortable, dog. Brooklyn to Rome. Or any Martin Luther. Don't part with your future. Don't ever question if I got the heart to shoot ya. The answer is simply too dark for the user. And as a snot nose, they said that he got flows. But will he be able to drop those before the cops close in? But the shots froze him. And he's dead and gone from what the block has spoken. My God, everybody's stressing. Who's his baby's mom? Who we got pregnant? Let me tell you, uh. Streets is talking, niggas is gossiping Bitches all in your shit, what's the cause of it? I need to know When the streets is talking, niggas is gossiping Bitches all in your shit, what's the cause of it? I need to know murder in the hall, if you must know, I lost my pops when I was 11, 12 years old, he's probably somewhere where the liquor's taking its toll, but I ain't mad at you dad, holla at your land, I grew up watching snowflakes, the niggas that was probate, the stress to take a young nigga, give him an old face, all I did was smoke joke, think and drink, cop came and complained, front row watch game, I seen niggas before me, with a chance to write their own script, slip up and change the story, I seen young niggas go out in a blaze of glory, before reaching puberty, scared a nigga truthfully I took tricks with so much shit in the wick That if the cops pulled us over, the dog would get sick Sniff, smell me nigga, the real me nigga Minus the rumors, holla if you feel me nigga The streets is not only watching, but they talking now they got me 
put my back to the wall for pressure hey, but shout out I know I'm fast to y'all to know me to love me see me can't be me haters fuck you I got guns like Neo and Mitchell fuck the family think Max sweet like Cairo a soft like Plato get knocked off like Fredo cool to y'all they fought me with a whole I roll with niggas that'll follow you and tell you all but nigga, you fall for my defense. Catch you while you're reaching. Cook you, then I fuck you, then I leave you. Apply full-court pressure like full-four cards. Get you out of here. So To the trigger, bullets flying threes. You forever rest. So the bullshit. Where am I with? What's up with it, Dream Team? Football is back, bitches. Yeah. I can't wait. Y'all know what time it is, man. Shout out to everybody that's listening to us. Y'all know what time it is. Your boy excited. I can't wait to put on my gear tomorrow. I'm going to have something on for Dallas Cowboys every day from starting tomorrow through Sunday. I got a jersey for every day, and I'm going to represent. So let's go. What it do, Dream Team? I see you. What it do, S-T-G-I-C-E? My boy, OG the Buck, Big Brother Blue. How you feeling, baby? How you feeling? Oh man, I'm feeling I'm feeling real nice, man. Shout out to the to the Mansfield T Y Tigers middle school football teams. Uh, they took care of business tonight, man. I want to get them a shout out, man. They they was hollering for me, so I came and and checked them out before we got on the show. Uh, Let's yeah, go. man, it meant a lot to them, so that's why I didn't even go go see the woo, man. They they made me they made me come to the game, man. So shout out to the to the boys, 7th grade uh, middle school football team, Mansfield, Ohio. Street! Hey, tell them, tell them. Hey, this is what we do in the street. We love the kids. <laughs> we love the kids. No doubt. No doubt. But let me let me ask you this, bro. An icon, a goat, went down, last, you know, well, before we, you know, between the week before Wednesday and Wednesday. Uh, Serena Williams, man. You know, one... One Grand Slam title for tying the record. She has 23. I just want to ask you this, man. Do you do you just consider her the the goat of tennis, not just female tennis, but the goat of tennis? I just want to ask your perspective on that. What do you think? And what Shout did she out meant to, to the Serena game, Williams. The game, of, the game of tennis, man. What did she mean to the game of tennis? I'm sorry. Yeah, shout out to Serena Williams, man. Uh I'm I'm excited to have that opportunity to see that young lady grow up from the start of her career to where it ended in New York at the US Open. You can't end it any better than that. It wouldn't matter where her last game would have been, her last match would have been it would have still been a standing ovation for that young lady. And what she means to tennis was all set up by her older, her older sister, Venus. When Venus hit the scene and started winning, that made the game of tennis or the sponsors for the game of tennis have to pay these young ladies. And just in case y'all didn't know, it was Venus Williams who helped that particular sport for the female game get paid. 
Once that happened, the youngest sister, Serena Williams, decided that, hey, I'm going all for broke. So not only do we just know her from what she's done as an individual, but we have to put in perspective what she's done as a double competitor as well because they won a lot of tournaments as a double also. But shout-out to Serena Williams. I just believe that by her really changing her game into becoming a, like, wanting a family and turning that into a reality, having the baby girl, being married, you know, all that sets in to where, you know, you start having second thoughts about, you know, is this what I really want to do? And I'm with you, just like Tiger. You know, they right there on the cusp. They right there on the cusp. And you want to give it up. I, I truly believe this is what I truly believe. I think Serena will just take a break. She's going to take a nice little year break, kind of like Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> we ain't heard about it, but I can't wait till you suit up, brother. But, uh, you know, she's going to take a break. She's going to be a mom. She's going to do her thing. But she's going to come back. She's going to come back, and she's going to get that. She's going to get at least one. She's either going to tie or she's going to break it. And that's what I'm excited to see. Because, you know, when she was giving that final speech, it was, she was like, you know, I just don't know. This is just what's going on right now. I just don't know. So for right now, I'm going to say, hey, you know, shout out to Serena. I love you. You did great. You are the greatest of all time as far as females go because Raphael Nadal and that other boy, the Joker, them boys over there, they still trying to put in work, you dig? So, um, yeah, as far as females, she is the greatest. She didn't put her stamp on the game, and she might end up being, if not number one, the number at least top three of all time in the game of tennis. How about you, Boo well, I was excited to watch it in New York. You know what I mean? Oh, my girl, I have to go down like that. I know. See, she went down, but we still got the young boy. And he won today yeah. in the semi. <laughs> and, and see, Ro, you know what's so cold about it? It's just you have one that's sitting down as far as African-American and you have one is that's about to stand up, so to speak. Yes, and, my, sir. and my man Francis. My man Francis. My man Francis Yafu, he won today. And not only is he an African American, but he's the he broke a drought for the Americans. There hasn't been an American in the semifinals since James Blake, man. And now he's a broadcaster. That tells you how long it's been since it's been an American in the semifinals. And it hasn't been only twice that the big three, Nadal, Roger, and the Joker, twice since usually are in the top four. They're playing for the finals or or they're in the semis. It's only been two times that they haven't been since 2005, man. 2005 and 2020 was the last time those three weren't in 
a Grand Slam finals or semifinals. <laughs> <laughs> boy, the game of tennis is a cold game, boy. So I'm really trying to see what's up with that. Before we get to the break, Ro, I want to ask you really quick, what was your biggest, you know, let's fast forward, what was your biggest take from this weekend in the in the college football format? Oh, oh, if y'all don't know what that's that way, if y'all don't know what that's for, man, that's for the Florida State Seminoles. You know what I mean? I mean, how you just going to give up the ball at the one-yard line after winning the game the whole game? Get the ball to the team. They give it back to you. You let them go 99 yards. Score a touchdown with no time on the clock, and you block the extra point. Boy, I tell you, you can't get no better than that to start the one. Listen, listen. Hey, Lil Dion, well, that's Lil Dion Sanders down there at Jackson State. I don't know if anybody, <laughs> I don't know if any of y'all in the streets caught that youngster, but man, look at here 29 for 33. <laughs> 323 yards, oh, excuse me, 332 yards, and five touchdowns in his first game. Man, I got to start looking at Lil' Dion. They don't, his name ain't Lil' Dion. He got a real name, but but his name is Lil' Dion. <laughs> you better watch Jackson State. This boy look like he's about to put up numbers. Whoa. Who was your biggest yes. game of this weekend? Um... I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of glad. I mean, I know I shouldn't be, but with Brian Kelly losing, he just ordered. He left Notre Dame <laughs> the middle of the season, so to speak, at the end of the season, and took a hundred million, damn near a hundred million dollar contract. Am I mad at you? I'm not mad. Okay, but I just think you went about it the wrong way. You couldn't wait till after the bowl game or something. Couldn't wait to, you know, it's over with. But what I took, what took, what I took away was the dominance. Is, is Oregon that bad, or did Georgia just re up? Did Georgia just re up. <laughs> they just went and got destroyed by Georgia. I just want to know. I, I was reading into that. I'm just looking at the at the at it, and I'm just like, wow, is are they just that bad, or is Georgia just that good? They covered the spread, and again, did we not? Did I not give Notre Dame enough respect because they are? Uh, they held their own. Yet it was a close game. I thought it would be uh, they would that Ohio State would stay with it with. with Win by 17 or more, but they didn't. And uh, Notre Dame did beat, they say another thing, and another thing that that I was looking at too, just from last night. Clemson, you need another quarterback. The big boy ain't it. <laughs> Clemson is overranked. Yeah, he ain't it. He ain't it. And Clemson is overranked. I just think uh, that they're uh, overranked, right? 
right now, and they're going on what you call that reputation. But yeah, as of right now, Clemson, you are <laughs> overranked for real, for real. But yeah, when we come back, when we come back, we're gonna talk about what you know. It was a big blockbuster trade, a big one, and we're gonna talk about it when we come back in the NBA. Streets, give us a call five one five six zero five. I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones are down, the fake ones is lit, the game is all balanced, I'm back on my The bitly is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it. You all on my dick, I'm all in my bag, it's hard as it get. I do not throw powder, I might take a sip, I might hit the blunt, but I'm liable to trip. I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish. I roll with some fiends, I love them to death. I got a few mil, but not all of them rich. What good is the bread if my is broke? What good is first class if my can't sit? That's my next mission. That's why I can't quit Just like LeBron get my n***a more chips Just put the rolly right back on my wrist This watch came from Drizzy, he gave me a gift Back when the rap game was praying like this To act like two legends cannot coexist But I never be for the t- for nothing If I smoke a rapper, it's gonna be legit It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame It won't be cause my shit ain't selling the same It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers It won't be cause some slid in my lane Everything grows, it's death in the change I love you little n***as, I'm glad that you came I hope that you scrape every dollar you came I hope you know money won't erase the pain to the OGs, I'm thanking you now Was watching you when you was paving the ground I copied your cadence, I mirrored your style I studied the greats, I'm the greatest right now If you feel me, you ain't got a choice I ain't do no promo, still made all that noise This shit gon' be different, I set my intentions I promise to slap all that hate out your voice they count me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is off balance, I'm back on my sh- The Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick. I just poured something in my cup. I've been wanting something I can feel. Promise I am never letting up. Money. Generations. I'm little bro and big bro all at once Just left the lab with young 21 Savage I'm about to go on me, jigging for lunch Had a long talk with the young Kodak Reminded me of young from Ville Straight out the project, no faking, just honest I wish that he had more guidance for real Too many the cycle of jail Spending their birthdays inside of a cell We coming from a long bloodline of trauma We raised by our mamas, Lord, we got a heal We hurting our sisters, the babies as well We killing our brothers, they poison the well Distorted self-image, we set up the fail I'ma make sure that the real gon' prevail I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your phone will make you real Put it on a neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel But it ain't about to try, don't give a foul out We've been talking college football, our biggest takes on it. Hey, Saquon Sanders, man, the quarterback from Jackson State. He's doing his thing out there. 
Just don't drink the water down there. <laughs> My prayers goes out to the state of Mississippi with their situation with the water. I feel for them. I don't know how they survive. Me I don't. neither. I, I do not very, know. I mean, very tricky. Very, very tricky situation. But uh, let's get... And I don't know, Ro, it's just hot down here in Northeast Ohio. The Browns with the John Watson, <laughs> good or bad. We got now. They superseded my Knicks. The Cleveland Cavaliers, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, snagged uh. my man's in them, Donovan Mitchell, from the Utah Jazz. But... I want to ask you, the Cleveland Cavaliers, they gave up Colin Sexton, Laurie Marketing, OG uh, Adebayi. They gave up a 2025, a 2027, and a 2029 first-round draft pick. And they got 2026, 2028 pick swap. And the Cavs got Donovan Mitchell. Two questions I want to ask you. Number one, was it worth it? And number two, did it move the needle for the Cleveland Cavaliers? Street! Hell yeah, it was worth it. What you mean? That's the spider that we talking about. Oh, we're not talking about the one and only spider, that damn near one man took his team to the playoffs and did the damn fool. I just, I, I'm just trying to understand. I know that he had a couple of good pieces, but you know what? Man, listen, that boy Donovan Mitchell is a beast. And now, now that he's gone to Cleveland, I just want to know now that, I mean, they got Darius Garland. This dude was coming into his own. This first all-star appearance coming into his own. And then you bring the spider, somebody who know how to really get it in, got his, got, 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 some, got some good knowledge from his boy, D. Wade, who's his, who's his mentor. Come on, man. Now Cleveland got the youngest team as far as the age goes, in the league, but they all didn't have one year of experience. So now you really got your hands full when it comes to the Cleveland Cavaliers because you still got Mobley who, I mean, come on now. We already know what he could do. He was just getting started as well, and he held it down for the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know what I'm saying? And they just got a, they just got a, a cool little squad, man. That's gonna be able to make sure that they're gonna be all right. You know what I mean? So with Jared Allen, oh my goodness, and with your boys, like I said, Darius Garland and Mobley in the Jared middle with Levert. Come on, man. Come on, they got some ballers over there, and they young. 
Them boys ain't even 25 years old yet. And if they are, I might be giving them some love. <laughs> I don't know if any one of them, even the spider, with as many years he's been in there, I don't think he's 25. I don't think nothing. <laughs> I don't love him one and down, big brother. So I'm going to give Cleveland some, some credit. Like, I'm not going to knock him because that was a big move to get Donovan Mitchell. When we thought he was going to be a net. That's what's so crazy. That's what's so crazy. So when you ask, I'm going to answer your question now. When you ask who won, who got the better of the deal, I'm going to say Cleveland because now that makes Cleveland even better than what they were last year as they tried to turn it on because they started off real good. They just ended up not so good. You know what I mean? So I'm going to give them some props. They did what they Hey, man, I'm going to give them a shot. I'm going to say they're going to make the playoffs. I'm going to say that the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to make the playoffs this year with the squad that they have. Barnes, if Spider don't, you know, he's going to sit out about 25, 30 games. <laughs> but and that's why you got Levert, <laughs> so he can put the ball in the hole for you when somebody else ain't playing. So, yeah, I like that. Utah. You got some nice pieces. Y'all y'all okay. You still y'all still got what you need. Y'all gonna be okay. But I'ma give it up. I'ma give it up to Cleveland. I'ma salute. I'ma salute Cleveland. There you go. Big brother Boo. Now tell me who got the better of the deal? Was it Utah and Danny Ainge or was it Cleveland and what y'all doing down there in that warm weather? Well, Ro, to be honest with you, it all depends on how Evan Mobley and Josh Allen plays alongside of Garland and Mitchell. Reason why I say that because we can look at this as Dame Lillard, C.J. McCullough 2.0. We can look at it like that because of their size. However, they have two guys behind them that can shot block. So we'll see how that works out. Secondly, we're going to have to see, because they gave up so much, but I wish they could have kept the rookie and got rid of Okora. No disrespect to Okora, because like I said, any NBA player probably hit 30 points in 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 a house league, men's league. So I'm not saying that he's MBG for people like the mere mortals, but for the NBA right now, Okor needs more work. Hopefully he's worked on his game in the offseason for their events to, to be relevant to help, the, to help their starters. They have one of the best. Once you added Spider to the equation with that core of guys, you have one of the best five in the league. You do. You have five. You got you got one of the top ten in the league and maybe top four or five in the East. They just got better. Yes, he moved the needles for the for the for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Someone was debating with me about Don said he doesn't move the needle for me with the Knicks. He wouldn't move the needle. Yes, he'll be spectacular. He'll be like Russell Westbrook with Oklahoma City 
when he was winning MVPs and getting triple doubles. Looked great. <laughs> but you get knocked out early in the playoffs. It wasn't your so, cup, man. Come on. So <laughs> I I I think that the Cavaliers are in a good position. I think they're going to be in the playoffs, not in the play-in. And then from there, we'll see. We'll see how they how they uh, deal together. But on paper right now, I have them top six conference. Okay. Moving on. Sticking to the NBA. Cause, cause the top Patrick Beverly was interviewed. Patrick Beverly was interviewed the other day, and they asked him how does it feel for you to play alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and he told them, uh, you need to ask them how is it going to feel to play with a guy like me. I, I was in the playoffs last year. They didn't make the playoffs. What do you think about that, Ro? <laughs> That's just Pat Bear being Pat Bear. You know what I mean? And what I'm going to say to that is this. He brings all the energy in the world for you to be excited. Yeah, we we see all the clips of LeBron being in the gym, working out, spending a million dollars on his body, this and that, whoop-de-whoop. Say, man, look at here, man. Patrick Beverly is that bully in a five-foot-seven frame. And he's going to help the Lakers more than you know. Everybody talking about LeBron, this LeBron, that. Yeah, we know. We know what LeBron does. LeBron is a bending man. He's a bending man. But when it comes to needing that bully to slap somebody up against their chin, pull their ear, grab you by the elbow, they, hey, that's what Pat Bev does. He brings that energy. You go see the Staples Center on fire. When that boy start getting hype, and you know it don't take him long to get hype. You know he not going to miss any games. He might just be the only one that play all 82 games. Yeah, Russ played 79, but he didn't play 82. Pat Bev going to play them all, and he going to have the Staples Center on fire, just like he did when he was a Clipper. He going to have that building on fire. Even for the Lakers fans that don't like him now, they about to start liking him, and then at the end of the season, they going to love him because that's what he's going to bring to the Staples Center, just not the L.A. Lakers, but the Staples Center because we already know that it's going to be a sold-out crowd. That's no surprise. They just been missing the energy. And now you've got the Energizer Bunny on the squad that's coming to the Staples Center. That's why he can say what he want to say, brother. Yeah, I went to the play. Did you see me in Minnesota? Did you see how hype we was getting? Y'all wasn't getting none of that. So let me let 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 me just uh let me take you by your elbow and let let just just follow me for a little bit. Now I ain't saying follow me as in. You know, just being LeBron squad. I'm just saying, as far as energy, let's let's take it up a notch. You know what I'm saying? He's that guy. Even though nobody, he, he's one of the guys that you love to hate. You can't. You 
you ain't going to get rid of he's that He's that cockroach that you can't kill because he's just going to get up and come right back at your ass. <laughs> he don't care if you get thrown out or not. He's going to come right back at you. So the comment is not surprising, but at the same time, I mean, it could be billboard material. You know what I mean? I mean, hey, man, he already say he don't have a problem with Russ. So, I mean, come on, man. You know, you you are you are you surprised, Big Brother, that those words came out of Patrick Beverly's mouth? No, no, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Maybe it was needed. LeBron needs someone to, at this stage in his career, to not be the only smartest guy in the room. And when I say that, I mean not agree with everything that LeBron James says or does, and hold him accountable for missing defensive assignments. Because no one looked like they were – no one looked like they were um, courageous enough to speak to LeBron. But I think Pat Bev, that's what he does. And he's going to bring the best out of those guys, I think, on the defensive end because they were lacking that, especially against young teams. So I think – Pat Bev is one of those guys, just like Dennis Rodman with the Bulls back in, in the, you know, back in the day. You hate him when he's not on your team, but when he's right. on your team, you love him. Well, <laughs> that's, that's what I was trying to say. Yes, indeed, my brother. That's, that's it. That's it exactly to the teeth. So I think that is going to work out good. I think that Russell Westbrook is like, woo, I'm glad he's on my side. Now, and I think all that riffraff between those two, yes, it was a little little chippy because it caused Westbrook a surgery. I'm pretty sure he was upset, but I think now with time, I think time has will has, uh, healed wounds, and I think that uh, it's going to work out pretty good. The only thing I need the Lakers to do, and for them to be championship worthy, because right now they're not even, to me, top five, top six in the in the West, even with Anthony Davis healthy. LeBron James is predicated on what world? He's predicated on shooters. Have they signed any shooters to go along with LeBron James? No, they haven't. So I'm still curious to see what's going to happen moving forward with LeBron James with his team and how they're going to consistently get points when things go away and, and break down. And they are, you know, looked at as far as emphasizing character in the playoffs. I'm taking him away, so I'm going to go to this. You know, you couldn't do most of LeBron James' teams. You do that, and you're it's, it's trouble. He now he's ping, ping, ping. It's assist. So, I'm really eager to see how this is going to work in L.A. Yes, you need a bulldog like Patrick Beverly, but where are you going to get your scoring from? Going to see. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. It starts to 
Labor Day weekend was a big weekend. What a game. Florida State blocking the extra point to win that one. Georgia demolishing, demolishing Oregon. And once again, we're going to ask, is Oregon just that bad or is Georgia just that good? Let us know. Give us a call, 515-605-9750. Ohio State did not cover the spread. Is Notre Dame really that good? Is Clemson really that overranked? Are they that bad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> to both. I want to know. Now, let's get to the NFL. It's big games this weekend. I mean, real big games. couple guys are out. I want to ask you. Real quick, and I'm going to start with you first, I.C.E., since you're in the land. Lamar Jackson, by Friday, they're going to cut off contract talk with the Baltimore Ravens. Is that going to be a distraction for Lamar Jackson and a problem going into the season? Will it affect the Baltimore Ravens? That's a big question for me. Because I can, it's a big year for my man Tua, too. Because if he doesn't perform, watch what the Miami Dolphins do. I can see Lamar Jackson in a in a in a turquoise jersey down there in South Florida. Oh my! I see. You is go. that going to affect Lamar Jackson this year and the Baltimore Ravens? See, I don't know what's in your cup. Will a deal get? Will, will you think? Do you think a deal would get done by Friday? I don't know well, what's in your cup, man. I swear, sometimes, boy. You, hold on, T. Roll. Hold man. on, T. Roll. I C E. I got I, I C E. Is I C E just get popped out the Uber? So I'm, I'm I asking I C E. What do you think? Give me one of those what's up, before what's you up, have it. Just got this order football game. Should have been a run o'clock. But anyhow, man, uh, how I feel about this right how I feel about this right here, man, this Lamar Jackson issue, man, is this guy is a running quarterback. Uh he needs to be paid, man. Uh, I think it's gonna be a distraction for the Ravens this year, man. All these guys get uh contracts and um he he he's definitely head and shoulders better than a couple of these guys. Sean Watson even played in two years. You got two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. I mean, you got guys that uh, type of got a record set, Josh Allen. All these guys came in the same same um era of the years he came in and they get paid. And this guy proved that he was one of the best players, NFL players and quarterbacks in the National Football League. So I think it's gonna be a distraction. because um, if he get hurt and just, just hypothetically he he, he ACL or whatever, his career is shot. He's not going to get a big contract from here on out. So, but if he do, and in other words, if he do have a big year and he go crazy, and they will have to pay him, they'll have to pay the man. But if I'm him, I wouldn't play a down this year until they sign me. I wouldn't play a down. Kid me. 
I wouldn't. See, Bro, see that's what I'm talking about. He gonna be the he gonna be the first two hundred million dollar man. So he should have did this a hell of a lot sooner than September the 11th or September 12th or excuse me, September 10th. Okay, he should have been done this long time ago. When everybody else was getting their money, but I understand you want to be in the news by yourself. I feel you, I feel you, big brother boo, when you talk about that turquoise. Oh, they come out with the all orange jerseys. I can see them in South Florida, too. You understand? But I'm going to say this he going to be a Baltimore Ravens from here through thick and thin. If Baltimore don't pay that man, they are the dumbest, or I should say, they will be the dummy of the week next week when we start talking about football. But I want to say this. There's never, you know, you can't say that they'll just be out of the loop because there was once upon a time when the stars, the Dallas Cowboys was on point. Good old Emmitt Smith was the only one that didn't get paid. Good old Troy Aikman got a whole bunch of money. Good old Michael Irvin got a whole bunch of dope. Emmitt Smith was sitting on the sideline. We went 0-2. After we went 0-2, damn it, we won 13 straight games. And we won a Super Bowl. So if you think, oh, hope is lost, don't look at it that way. Just be positive about it all. You can be okay. (laughs) You just might be all right. So I'm going to say this, Baltimore, please don't be the big dummy of the week next week when we get on the show, because I will call your ass out. I need Lamar Jackson to be in in uniform, because uh, Caesars betting don't, don't, you know, they, they cruising with their money, man. I'm trying to put my money on a, on a, on a league MVP. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's coming from your boy T-Row. Hey, boo, me. They gonna sign that boy by Friday, or they gonna he he gonna get he gonna get traded this year. Oh no, he's not gonna get traded. I think they should just pay the man. You said two hundred. I think you really wanted to say three hundred million. Think he should get three hundred million. He's worth it. He's worth the price of admission. He's electrifying, and like my big brother Almighty said, he might not be the best quarterback in the league. But he damn so, I think, arguably is the best football player in the league. And we can argue that. <laughs> but, hey, we hey, can argue I, that. Think, I, I, I think you're truly right on that one, but you're right on that. <laughs> so, everybody, everybody play down the man, play down the man with him. Throw the ball up everybody and see what he play do. down the man. You hear me? Yeah. Every time you got to do something, they ain't the quarterback ain't going to rock like him. Michael Vickers and Hammer Steele, you might got some guys. He going to rock like Barry Sanders, okay? That's how he going right. to rock. So, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so they should pay him $300 million by Friday. You have 48 hours to put the money in the bag and if that doesn't happen, it's going to be a very turbulent season because he's going to try to just do his thing. I hope he doesn't get hurt. Um, he's going to bet on himself, and that's what a lot of players are doing 
uh, right now. That's what they're doing. They're betting on themselves. I want to ask you, I'm going to go to you, Ro, first. Intriguing games this weekend. What are your what are what are a couple games that you before we get to the callers? What are a couple games that you're looking at on your board this weekend? What's the top What's the top two games this weekend, Ro? Well, you already know what game number one is. I already told you. We on Tom Brady ass whooping. We can't give that man two minutes on the clock like we did last year. The only difference is. You got to bring your ass to Jerry's world. And I hope my boys ain't tiptoeing on Sunday evening. Because we the only game on Sunday night. So you got to watch us on NBC. So take that, you suckers. Game number two. I got to say it like this. <laughs> and I don't, miss, I don't mean no disrespect, OG the Buck. But it's got to be Cincinnati against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because Ooh. we too, the Dallas Cowboys play good old Mr. Joe Cool. So I got to see if Joe Cool got what he had in his bag last year. You know what I mean? Because if they get off to a nice little start, I hope we do a whole bunch of – I hope we got film study in some of our boys' contract because we going to need it. Because <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe Cool was looking real mean. I mean, it only took – hey. Hey, a couple of possessions, he would have he been a Super Bowl champion. If he only would have had a little more time on the clock and if AD-99 wasn't on the field, he probably would have had a Super Bowl ring. But, you know, I got I to gotta look at that game because, damn, we got to go. We got to come out to old, good old Ohio week two and see Joe Coop. So, uh, yeah, those are my two. You know what I mean? I see what two games you got on your list, but I already know what you're about to say, but what's your two on the list, I see. You know what? I'm gonna say the best for last, okay? But I'm gonna uh, go with an intriguing game Thursday night. We got the defending champions, the Rams against Buffalo Bills. Okay? Yep. These are the guys in Probably looking like it'll be Super Bowl contenders anyhow. Let's start it off with a bang and see where we at from the first game. I lost it already. Get my beard and everything ready for the Thursday night game. But she's already you already know. <laughs> <laughs> it's very believe it. Like, oh, please. It's the Cleveland Browns against Faker Metal Panther. The guy we are talking about like a dog, okay? This guy is winning. We better be ready. We win the game. We're going to get five sacks, uh, two interceptions. Trying, I, hope we win. I hope we dominate the game. But guess what? And he Faker Mayfield has done Three things I know he has done in his career. He's turned around Texas Tech. He's turned around Oklahoma. He turned around the Cleveland Browns. The Browns, the Browns franchise were not. He was, was, I've seen the guys win the one game against the Jets uh, uh, six years ago. I was there. Okay, I was there for the one. I know one and thirty-one. He's out of bed. He will be winning. Okay, I hope he's out there. 
But I'm not putting none past Baker. And stop calling that guy Baker Baker. You never know. <laughs> he wants to now steady. He's got some type of moxie. They love him down there, man. Well, we're going to win this game. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, got to be defense. I don't know how about our offense. I'll be run, run past. But, but I'm not putting none past that, man. Okay, the streets is talking, baby. Football season starts Thursday night, baby. Our Rams, Buffalo Bills, two shit, they're all my children. Come on. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Big Brother Boo, I know you got two or three games because y'all got a divisional game straight off the bat. Who is your two and three game, Big Brother? Well, the first intriguing game I have is Seattle and Denver. And Russell Wilson, he'll mark. It was crazy. Russell Wilson and Joe Flacco and Peyton Manning will be the only three guys who started against the team that they took to the Super Bowl and won. Those three guys. Those three guys. But I'm going to see how DJ Metcalf performs without Russell Wilson, and I want to see this new era of offense that Denver didn't have, and all, they kept saying all they needed was a quarterback, so now they have a, a affordable one. I'm not going to say he's top five anymore because he's not, and those are facts. He's not top five anymore. <laughs> he's barely top ten to me because this new way of guys are coming in, and it's getting, it's getting, it's getting muscle for Russell. They got muscle for Russell. <laughs> the, second, the second game, and I and I, and I really want to see, I want to see the evolution of of, of 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 this new, you know, what I'm saying what what is AFC West really that that powerhouse division that they keep talking about. I want to see. I really want to see. My second game. Want me to you, you guys? You you really want me to be honest with you? Because it's, yes. it's one thing. It's, it's it's one thing that I I seen, and I'm going to tell you this. Will it is is it the Cleveland Browns? No. You know what intriguing game that I'm looking at. The New England Patriots going down to South Florida to see my man Tua. See, 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 see. All this is intertwined. Everything goes, and I'm telling you, and I told it, it brings me back, and I told you about Kevin Durant, and I told you guys he wasn't going anywhere. All this, I told you, was smoke and mirrors. I think there's no money that Baltimore can give Lamar Jackson. He's waiting to see if Tua poofs out so he can go back home. <laughs> what is he, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see how Tua performs, throwing the ball to, to Mr. Hill and Mr. Wilder. I'm going to see how this, how this transpires. And we're going to see if Bill Belichick can uh, take advantage of these deficiencies and slow Miami down. I want to see that. 
those are my two games that I really want to check into because I'm telling you guys, that's going to be the talk. If there's no deal done by Friday or Saturday, my face will be glued to damn near every Miami Dolphin game this year for 17 weeks. <laughs> Because I want to see what Tua does. I ain't going to see if Tua is going to perform. And, again, they're going to say they need a quarterback. And the same thing that happens with Russell Wilson is going to be the same thing that happens with, with Lamar Jackson. They're going to give him so much money. I like Cleveland Brown. It's going to happen if it don't get done and Tua doesn't perform. Even if he do perform. <laughs> I like Baker Mayfield. You can still be mediocre. You can perform decent. Be 500. But let Lamar Jackson walk out the door of Baltimore without a contract at the end of this year. Miami is in the hunt. <laughs> Those are my two. Hey, man. Turn my music high. Right. Yeah. High. yeah. Sure I do. I'm from the street where the hood is swallow on me. Bullets will follow on me. There's so much coke that you can run the slalom. The cops comb this shit top to bottom. They say that we are prone to violence, but it's home sweet home. With personalities flashing, chrome meets chrome. Coke prices up and down like it's Wall Street home. But this is worse than the Dow Jones. Your brains are now blown. Over that brown chrome. What slip you are now gone. Welcome to hell where you are, welcome to hell But when the shells come, you better return them All scars, we earn them All cars, we learn them Like the back of our hand We watch for cops hopping out the back of van Wear a G on my chest, I don't need that for Dan This ain't a stone outfit, home tomes is about it Was clapping them flamers before I became famous For playing me, y'all shall forever remain nameless I am home Sure I do. I tell you the difference between me and them. They trying to get they ones. I'm trying to get them M's. One million, two million, three million, four. In just five years, 40 million more. You are now looking at the 40 million boy. I'm raping Dev Jam till I'm the 100 million man. R-O-C. Where you're wrong I came into this motherfucker Hundred grand strong Nine to be exact From grinding G-Packs Put this shit in motion Ain't no rewinding me back Could make 40 off a brick But one rhyme could beat that And if somebody would've told him That hoe would sell clothing Not in this lifetime Wasn't in my right mind That's another difference That's between me and them <laughs> I smarten up Open the market up One million Two million Three million Four 18 months, 80 million more. Now add that number up with the one I said before. You are now looking at one smart black boy. Mama ain't raised no fool. Put me anywhere on God's green earth. It's the streets of Georgia, yo. When it's with the hip hop from the streets of Texas, it's wild out there. I am a baby, I'm 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 a baby, I'm
23 Grand Slams, one side of tire, Mark recorded 24 Grand Slams. What has Serena meant to the game of tennis? My man, Francis, Tiafo, Black, African American, USA, is in the semis, baby! He's in the semis! That's big. Big for black young guys and girls. Hey, get in the tennis too, it's okay. College football. What's your biggest take? Florida State going down to the to the dome down there in New Orleans, knocking off LSU. Portland Brian Kelly debut. Georgia thumping Oregon. They made them wackle. I'm talking about you wanna talk about a duck, man. They was quacking like a mug. Ohio State. Yeah, they won, but they didn't cover the spread. Was it good enough? They dropped the three, and Clemson, you were overrated and overranked. Michigan is four now. Clemson is out. NFL. Oh, my. ICE. He says tomorrow is a big game for both teams, and the Browns against, I call him Faker. Baker, and you will see it on Sunday. <laughs> once in the shot. He wrote about two games. Tampa Bay going into Jerry's world. And the Cincinnati Bengals playing against Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, wait. Streets. Boogie two games. And you know what? I can go on and on. But I told you, the first game on the marquee is Seattle and Denver. And after that, I want to see what Tua does against New England, his first home game. Hey, man, I know he ain't want to go in, but he going in tonight. The seven state champion, and I don't even know how many total. I can't count, but it's over 15. (laughs) You in the building, baby. Wow. How you brothers doing? Yeah. We got it, brother. How you doing? Man, man, thank you for the introduction, bro. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm always humbled by it because it's, it's, a, it's a blessing of God that I have championships, man. Um, I went to San Diego to watch our team, watch our team play because you know I'm, I'm a retired football coach, but I went to San Diego to watch our our new team play and 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 watch uh, a future Ohio State quarterback uh, play. Oh man, nobody want to hear all that. And Dylan, <laughs> and Dylan, and Dylan Rayola, and. Uh, Dude, the dude can throw the football, man. He can throw the football. And so uh, it was very, very impressive. I've never watched a high school football game. I've never watched a Chandler high school football game in 22 years. You were on the sideline. I watched the first one. I watched the first one on Friday night, man. It was great. Friday um, night life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was beautiful, man. So, 
Um, I, I, I'm hearing what y'all talking about, man, and, and you know, of course, I, I love what you what, what all you brothers do, you know, for Blog Talk Radio and 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 the streets of talking. I, I, I love it. I love it immensely. Um, I, I got to say, L, that uh, Tiafo is uh, is someone that I'm cheering for. Um, yes, I, I knew a little bit. I knew a little bit about the brother a, a couple of years ago. Um, but he, he, you know, he hadn't hit his his, his maturity level yet, and, and all of you guys understand this. You got to have to you have to hit a maturity level in order to win. You know, um, Kobe Kobe didn't have it, you know, and but once he matured, he had it. You know, so it, it takes a level of maturity to get to, you know, the biggest stages. And and Tiago has, has definitely done that. His his power, his speed is ridiculous. Um, and so I've been really really impressed to watch tennis this year. Um, Street. You talked about. What you think about the girl yeah. Serena? What about uh, Serena? You know, um, I, I love I love what she did. I, I love the backing that she got from the crowd. Um, it gave me goosebumps. Uh, I was sorry to see her lose. You know, because I think everybody. I, you know what, man? Uh, I can't say all of America, but the the tennis world of America was cheering, cheering for Serena, and and that was great to see. It really was, man. So I was very, very inspired by her play at 40 years old, um, you know, and, and still playing at a high level. It's just when you when you don't play, it's just like, you know, if I'm playing basketball and I'm missing 10 games, it's kind of hard for me to come in game 11 and do my thing. And so she missed a lot of a lot of matches, and, and it was it was obvious by her fitness and and uh, a little bit of her game planning. But um, I was very, very inspired by Serena very much. Um you know, uh, in, in college football, uh, in college football, um, you know, we can talk about Alabama all we want to. Um, but if you watch the Georgia Bulldogs, um, from, 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 from man number one to, to, to man number 61, they got athletes. They got athletes all over the field. And so they're going to be tough to beat because they, 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 uh, they're they're something special. They really are. They're very very special. Um, they don't care if you're a freshman or or a senior. Uh, the best 22 are going to play, and then you know the second 22 are, are just as good as the first 22. So uh, that that team is really really impressive to me, man. So college football, look out for Georgia. Uh, as, as far as Ohio as far as Ohio State went, you know, uh, Boogie, you know this, man. It's it's going to take them a minute, man. It's going to take them a minute to to get it going. Uh, I'll tell you what, that defense in the second half, um, wow, they, they they played lights out. Now, granted, it was against Notre Dame, and, and their quarterback is still, you know, young. But, you know, anytime you take a big offensive line like Notre Dame's and, and, and you stop the run and you don't give them a, an opportunity to advance the ball down the field and held them to, to zero points in the second half, that's very impressive. So it's just going to be a matter of time for you know, they, they get that offense going. They will. Uh, matchups, matchups this week. Um, I, I agree with T. Rowe. I'm, I'm going with with Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, and the reason is is that you know it's a it's a it's it's a, it's an AFC you know powerhouse type. You know, when I say powerhouse, I'm, I'm talking. You know, Cincinnati was good back in the day, and Pittsburgh's always been good, and they had that rivalry, and I think that rivalry is back. And uh, there's there's a lot at stake. You know, Cincinnati's coming up. I think Pittsburgh 
you know what I'm what I'm really intrigued to see is if Trubisky can hold that position because the young boy has no fear. You know, the young boy has no fear to come in and play quarterback and 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 try to uh, try to help them win some ball games. And if you if you're watching sports in general now, y'all, the youth movement is what's really what's really happening. Uh, you look at NCA, I mean, at the NBA. You know, the youth movement is what's happening. Uh, it, it's starting to happen a little bit more now in, in, in pro football. You know, these these guys are 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 understanding it a little bit better. Their IQ is a little bit better. Their maturity is, you know, a little bit better. And so uh, this this you know it's it's opening up a little bit. So I'm, I'm intrigued about Pittsburgh and in, in, in Cincinnati uh, from a physical standpoint. Uh, defenses are both good. You know, um, uh, Pittsburgh will miss Watt a little bit, but, you know, next man up. Next man up, and I think they'll do okay. Do, do you think the contract situation with Lamar Jackson is going to be a distraction for the Baltimore Ravens before we let you go? It already is. It already is. Um, and – I, I agree with you. I don't know that they will give him that much money. Um, I, 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 I just don't. I don't. I've never seen Baltimore give away that kind of money. Never seen it. And you know, they they believe in the blue collar scheme and, and those guys who want to come to work with a lunch pail all the time. You know, so um, I, I don't see I don't see him getting that money. I'd love for him to get it, but I don't see him getting that money, man. And and. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is his last season in Baltimore. That's my that's my take on it. Ooh-wee. Before we let you go, got to get your pick for tomorrow night's game. Bills, contender, favorite coming out of the AFC against the defending champs. Who you got before we let you go? And why? Um, you, you, know, I'm a, you know I'm a defensive guy. I'm a defensive guy. I, I know defense wins championships. And anytime you can take, you know, to me, the real league MVP actually plays defensive tackle. Um, you, you have to understand that this brother's been doing it consistently, consistently, uh, each and every year. And uh, he showed the, he showed the entire world in the Super Bowl, you know, what he can do. And he he's going to wreck shop. He's going to wreck shop, man. He's, he's the only one who can probably put pressure on Allen to make him feel uncomfortable. Um, you know, he can, he can run him down. You know, he's very, very athletic, man. That, that defense for, for the Rams is, is very athletic. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to give the, 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 uh, the Rams the edge, although there's going to be athletes all over that field too. I'm giving the edge to the, uh, to the Rams because of defense, man. I, I do. I, I, think they can, I think they can make that happen. Street. Man, we love your insight. We love your perspective. And as always, Ski, you better tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. And listen, we need you to stay on the line. We wanna, I want to talk about, as we uh, get P in, I want to talk about a, uh, a king to leave and the bad decisions that he made in youth football uh, just this past couple of uh, days. So I know you know about okay. that story. So please stay on the line. Okay. There we go. Rusky. Now we got my man. My man Pete from South Florida. 
You in the company, I know you was itching to get up in the asylum. I know, I'm the one, baby. Hey, shout out to y'all dream team, man, for the fantastic work y'all do. You feel me? Giving us a great show every week. Oh, man. But, yeah, shout out to you. Shout out to you, El Meeks, bringing up that Akeem Tlaib situation because I did feel like that was going on the back burner of some people's minds, given how tragic oh, of a yeah, situation that is. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about is. that before we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but, yeah, let me make this quick because I know y'all want to, you know, get to the big dummy of the day and all that. As far as the college football, I told y'all Ohio State wouldn't cover that spread. You feel me? Uh, no, the dude, obviously that coach, that coach is a, I mean, he's a defensive guru. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he was going to keep the game competitive. I thought they had a chance, you know, coming out the second half. But obviously, you know, Ohio State, they've been doing this for, you know, a good year and a half, you know, as far as like with their quarterback and wide receiver. So, you know, they found holes in the defense. And I just feel like Notre Dame, like, for everything, for all the glory that people get at school, it just feels like they are. I, I was talking with, I was talking with Styles about this. It feels like they just an archaic, you know, an archaic team, kind of like Georgia Tech, like where you know that they only gonna run really one offense, you know, have a couple, maybe one or two good pieces here and there. Quarterback is never really that good, you know. what I mean, they always have a solid offensive line, but it feels like they never really have pieces to really compete in big games that they need to win. You know, so, I mean, it, it was tough to see them go out like that. You know, shout-out to Ohio State for taking care of business, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, look, as far as, like, the Florida State, the Florida State-LSU game, I mean, it's pressure on Brian Kelly to win. You know what I mean? The past two coaches, they won championships despite, you know, everything that happened, you know, in their two regimes with Les Miles and Ed Orgeron. So, I mean, it's on Brian Kelly to, to, to try to turn that over turn that uh, program around, you know. It's a lot of pressure on him, a lot of pressure from the boosters and fans. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough season for him. But he definitely got to, you know, come out of that SEC, you know, with a couple couple key wins, you know. It was a good win for FSU. But, again, this is only week one. I can't really take too much away, you know. I mean, I felt like some programs took care of business. Obviously, I feel like the Pac-12 is not a good conference, i.e. Utah losing to Florida, you know. Which, I mean, granted, right. they have a good quarterback, and he should be like a first-round, second-round pick, depending on how he plays, you know, how he plays throughout the season. But, again, I feel like, you know, Pac-12 isn't really going to be that dominant, you know. I mean, so, obviously, USC is going on, to please, the Big somebody, Ten. Can so. somebody mute their phone? I can, somebody's uh, background is, is going off. You can please mute your phone. Go ahead, P. I'm sorry. But, yeah, uh, it was a couple of key programs that took care of business against, you know, Cupcake opponents, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I feel like the the one matchup I am looking forward to this weekend is that Kentucky-Florida game because they do – both teams have first-round talent quarterbacks, you know what I mean? So, it should be a nice – it should be a nice QB battle between those two teams. And we can really see, you know what I mean, if Florida is really legit or is Utah just a stinker because obviously I think Georgia is legit. You feel me? I think Oregon just crapped the bed and didn't know how to respond. Like, I just kept looking at them like, get up, like, fight back, you know, do something. But damn, man, Georgia looked like that. They really look like a legit team out there. Like it won the fluke last year. So I mean, it's gonna be a nice competitive season. You know, transitioning to the NFL though. Uh, I'm with you, Elmix. I mean, look, they got to a Friday, Saturday to get a deal done, get his man the money that he deserved, that we all think he do deserve. I'm with you. Like, yeah, you can name other quarterbacks that throw it better. You feel me? But as far as like a a, a individual player. 
a la, you know, Aaron Donald impacting the game, Lamar is right there as far as individual players that impact their team and, and actually matter in the win-loss column. Like, you know what I mean? I just feel like Baltimore has done this man a disservice not getting him any weapons, like, on the outside, you know what I mean, to work with. Like, he got him multiple tight ends, but, again, like, that run-based offense only gets you so far. Like, you got to throw the ball to somebody. You feel me? So I just feel like they've been doing him a disservice, but every day runs through him. So it's like they can't sit there and franchise him the next two years and be like, well, we believe in you as a quarterback. We just won't pay you. Like, it's asinine. It's a wild situation to be in. But, again, I don't know. I don't know, El Meeks, about him going to Miami when they can franchise him, you know, two more times. I mean, there ain't really nothing he could do about that. Yeah, he could be an unrestricted free agent, you know. But, again, the NFL is just tricky with that business part, man. But it's interesting to see, yeah, him him liking a photo of him in the Dolphins jersey. And, you know what I mean? The pressure that I guess people are putting on Tua, even if he knows his pressure on himself as well. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, the Cleveland Panthers game, I mean, it's going to be a game, you know. It'll be interesting between both clubs. But, again, it's other games that I'm going to tune in. I'm going to tune in to that Russell Wilson versus Seattle and see how emotionally how he handles that game. Uh, I mean, I feel like people are putting a lot on Denver's plate, you know what I mean, given that they haven't did anything. And, I mean, yes, Russell Wilson is great. But, again, I have to see it from that division. Like, I mean, like, yeah, people are saying that's the toughest division. But i I got to see it from some of these squads, like, I mean, I feel like Nick Daniels got to prove himself after his flame out in Denver, you know. So, it's a lot of questions going around the AFC, you know, and just who some of these teams are. But we'll definitely know a little bit more after this week one to see who show up, you know. Straight. Oh, and last thing, yeah, the, uh, Serena, the Serena situation. You know what I mean? Shout out to her for an amazing career. You feel me? Always drawing in uh, even non-tennis fan people to watch tennis once in a while. You feel me? It's kind of like she had the tiger effect, but in tennis, you know? So, I mean, where she just made people gravitate towards the sport and actually start playing, you know what I mean? So, it's going to be tough for them to replace that type of person. But I do feel like we in good hands with some of the players that we are seeing, you know, win some of these matches. But, again, you got to win majors, you know what I mean? Like, it's not enough to just win, you know, individual rounds and, you know, beat out the, the old guard. You know, you got to win some of these big tournaments to really, like, cement yourself as a, as, as a next up-and-coming. But, yeah, that's where I end up at. Street! And, P, I need you to, I need you to stay on the line because I'm going to bring oh, in definitely. I'm going to bring in Russ. And I want my man, the co-host, also to the streets. He's uh, – He's also an official. So to bring the world up to speed about uh, a king to lead, him and he he had his kids and his brother. He has a peewee football team. Team went for it on fourth and seven. They didn't make it. So they end up, Uh-oh. you know, getting into it with the official and punting the kids' ball. And swinging on the official. <laughs> Akin Lee swung <laughs> on the official, which led <laughs> to his brother. And why would you bring a gun? See, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> why would you bring a gun to the youth field? This man killed this referee. Oh. And 
his kids had to see that, parents and all that kind of stuff. And I'm going to ask you, I-C-E, when you're officiating, do these things run through your mind? Say that again. We, did you, the story about uh, my man Talib, his brother, and him, yes, yes, listen to it with the official right. and end up, you know what I'm saying, shooting him and, and killing him. Yes. Does oh, these man. things run through that, your mind as you're officiating? Listen, listen. That same week, we had a mass group text, 20 some officials, man. Everybody was devastated about this. So me being me, okay, I I, I go do a Glenville game against uh, somebody, and I, I, for every, I was being quiet until a parent came on the sideline and started talking to the referee, and he said he trying to be use your control. He, he threw his son out first time, then he brought him back in, and then uh, he he wait he told him he didn't put him out again because he waved his hand at him, and then the guy came off the off the football field. Came in over there on the bench and said, "Oh, you trying to use your control? He's dead wrong for coming over there. The guy uh, that that event just happened two or three days ago, and here go a guy coming over towards the ref talking about, oh man, you trying to use your control? Let's sit your goddamn ass down, man. Get your ass out of here. Excuse me, man. You know what I'm saying? So I hate it, man. And referees go through a lot. And I tell guys, it's hard to referee right now. I stay in the white neighborhood all day, but in the neighborhood, the Muni leagues in Cleveland, Ohio, personally." They won't make it because of these guys are assholes, man. You know what I'm saying? They guys who know they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you supposed to call every – no, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you get paid. Now, you know what? Now they're going to start to pay us more money. You know what I'm saying? And you're going you're gonna to have to continue to pay us more money. Nobody want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? So it's bad. It's bad right now. It's still bad. I don't know about the parents, man. I don't know if they still have a flashbacks when they was younger, man. I don't understand it, man. You know, so so it's, it's right now. It's, like, it's still it's at a it's at an all time worst right now, to me. You know what I'm saying? So, so I thought it was so, a travesty, so man. A, go ahead. Say it again. I think you said it's a travesty. Go ahead. I want you to finish your thought. Yeah, I'm just saying it was just a tragedy, man. You know, it was just any when a real game was a scrimmage, man. And I see it every every weekend. I see it, man, with these guys, man, guys who. Never played football before. Uh, talking and huffing the puck. Yeah, you play high school and that's about it. And probably dropped out. And those are guys who be the coaches, man. They may do the beauty league. You know, it, it just don't be no, you know, you know, big time. It be big time coaches in other areas, but it's a lot of guys, man, who play for roles, play offensive tackle, third string running back. These guys will come up there and, and, and coaches now. And but they giving they they giving they all because they volunteer with this service, though, man. But right now, man, they ain't good right now. And they ain't good for refs either, though, man. If they go pay us, yeah. But sometimes you got to have to keep a pistol on you sometimes. That's crazy. Street. And, 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 Street. Coach, and, and Coach, you're retired. You're retired, Coach. And do you do you have these type of problems in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, uh, a sanctioned state? Uh, commission, you have these situations where officials get into it with the parents or get into it with the coaches, and it comes to that, almost comes to that. 
I've never I've never seen anything like this before. I, I I've seen it more at youth games than I've seen it at high school games. I've never seen it at, at one of our games. Um, you know, sure there's little arguments between the official and the head coach, but you know, I'm bothered by this because it it it's continuing to happen and and this this took it to the to the highest level of uh fortunate circumstance um you know it's a game that you're teaching young people it's 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 a it's a good game it's 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 sportsmanship that you're trying to teach young people and so we take the fun out of it and when i say we i'm talking about parents and and the and the older folks we take the fun out of it through our competitiveness because we didn't like a call um or or the coach you know, I, I've seen I've seen parents, or, and and heard of parents who, you know, uh, make a scene because, you know, their child isn't playing, and they go get them off the field and take them off the field. You know, I I'm 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 trying to understand what it is that that we're actually teaching young people. You know, and 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 uh, T. Rowe, you know, we we've worked with young people forever. We're in the kid business. And so when you're in the kid business, you have to take everything that you feel and put it aside. You're teaching these people how to uh, to, to uh, matriculate through life, making good decisions and trying to do the right things. And trying to do the right things is hard. But do you understand what we're, what, what's happening in front of kids right now who will soon become numb to these types of situations, man? It's it's mind-boggling to me. It is um, what these kids are seeing before them right now, and everything is on video. Everything is on video. What you just you know, uh, I, I I never saw the video, but I, I just looked at it. You know, when 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 you brought it up, El, I'm I'm appalled. You know, I'm I'm looking at an NFL you know uh, uh, legend. You know, at a youth football game, upset about a call. When he's faced plenty of, I mean, he's lost he's lost money on calls. There's no money involved in this. This is this is a teaching moment for kids, and you do something like this by going across the field. I got a I got a huge 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 problem with that. I don't want to take up all the time because these brothers, you know, uh, also have something to add. But I'm I'm appalled by what is happening in front of young people. Amen. Yeah, that's one of those events where that shouldn't have never have taken place. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I want to ask you, P. I'm up for it, I want to ask P. He's in that age group of probably in his 30s or whatnot. And, I mean, okay. I don't know if he has kids, but he probably has friends who has kids who are in that age group, eight or nine. Like, it seems as though it's more prevalent now than ever, um, ever. with youth coaches getting it, I mean, uh, youth coaches and parents getting into it with the officials. I want to ask you this. Do you think the coaches have more control of the parents, or you think they, that the coaches can't control the parents? Uh, I mean, 
I feel like the co- the only control really coaches have is is really you might say during practice and and maybe during like actual like game day like activities and whatnot. As far as everything else, it feel like it's more so in the parents' control because the parents control whether or not they're you know they want their kid to show up to practice even if the kid wants to and the parent doesn't. So I mean, I've seen like I don't have any kids myself, but I've sat there and watched Coach Styles, you know, coach basketball coach flag football, you know what I mean? And as passionate as he is in sports, and he wants to wear this party much as any other person I've seen coach. You know, I've watched you coach L. Meeks from, from the bench and seen you act professionally, you know what I mean? Talk to kids even when the moment is hard to do that, you know? And I feel like a lot of coaches do have that, that patience, you know, to, to try to work with parents, you know, to try to work with players. But I don't know. It just comes to a tipping point to where either the coach doesn't just – he doesn't want to deal with it, you know what I mean, and he just wants to move on and, and coach the players that want to be there. And it's either the parents either trying to live through their kid and it just goes south from there, or it's just, you know, the parent is more invested, you know what I mean, and, and what's going on than the kid is trying to fully figure out who he is. Because, again, at the end of the day, these are kids. Like still growing, still learning, you know what I mean. So that's how I take it. I take it as kids who are still trying to learn who they are as a person. So there's no, you know what I mean. Even if I was to be in that position of Coach Styles or L. Meeks, I could never try to impose me wanting to win more than me wanting to teach like these kids like how to become a better person. Because at the end of the day, you're not Amen. gonna have these kids forever, you know. Amen. And it's up to you to to make them a better person for the next coach to say, all right, you you had a good coach. You know what I mean? So I mm. could teach you a little bit more, put more on your plate, you know what I mean, and make you a better person, you know? So I feel like it's, it's limited to what the coaches can do, but at the same time, like, they do have a major impact, you know? Because even if the parent, you know what I mean, is, like, not wanting to fully commit to the program or is at odds with the coach, if the coach has the player's ear, you know what I mean, the player's going to do well, you know what I mean? They're going to take that knowledge that the coach is giving them and, yeah, they're going to do right by their parents, but at the same time, they're going to be coachable when they go to the next level or if they go to the next school, they're still going to be a coachable player and, and be able to grow, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's just a tough yeah. situation all around, you know, seeing you right. sports. Like. I'm going to say this, P, with you sports, and this is the secret world that you have to take into account. P, this is what the coaches have to do. As they're coaching the kids, they must coach the parents. Right. They must coach the parent on how to act at the game. You have to finagle a way how to talk to your parents after practice and before in the parent meeting on your culture and how they're supposed to act and they sign a parent contract and things like that. And it starts with, and I hate to say it, but you signed up for it, and it starts with the coach. And as the leader of the youth organization, you have to screen your coaches better. Right. Wow. That and is some true, guys right? don't, and some guys, and this is the thing, too, the guys that, that finagled the way to get a non-private organization, and I'm, and I'm just going to put it out there. I don't care. Because it's, it's, it's a lot of organizations who do that for youth basketball, youth baseball, youth football, for that, for that popularity reason. And so as the organization person, 
or the commissioner of the league, you better start screening the teams you let in your league so that your mm-hmm. officials won't have that situation and you won't have situations mm-hmm. with parents and coaches fighting each other after games. Mm-hmm. It starts mm-hmm. with the commissioner not worrying about we got 100 teams in, forget the money, let's be professional and let's teach. Let's teach. I think we get the the, the 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 thing that we get caught up in is the social media and being recognized by that, and that defines your character. Yes, I'm just being honest because you got you got officials asking people asking uh the people who run the the the, the tournaments hey, who teams you got in there. They'll turn down the money just to have a peace of mind. And that's tough mm-hmm. in this day and age when gas is $4 almost on the average around the country and you got human beings turning down, be honest, let's keep it at 100, and I just can attest, easy money because you're teaching as well. Let the officials teach. It's te- Listen, man, we all in this together as a team. Everybody's winning. Nobody's losing if you're in it for the right reason. Everybody's teaching. If he call if Ice calls three seconds on my on my uh team, I'm gonna ask I Ice, can you maybe the sound can you tell him what three seconds he is? Because I've tried to do it in practice. Instead of yelling out, are you wanted three seconds? See, see, we need to all get on the same page for real. And that's the problem with with the youth. And then they got excuses on why we lost the game. And now we have kids growing up to be young men not holding each other accountable. And young ladies as well. No question. No question. And and, and that's why we have the transfer proto and all this old, I have to be catered to. It doesn't work like that in the real world. Well, your last thoughts. Go ahead, Ice. Before we go, your last thoughts. Go ahead, Ice. I've been trying to. I've been trying to put together about eight years ago before this even got out of hand, where we could talk community league coaches, just like we do a regular meeting, state meeting at the basketball and football, the coaches and and the referees. We go to five meetings a year. I did two online this year. I did. I went two live meetings. I did a state meeting on the online. So. Every year we do this. I've been doing it for 25 years. So I think I said it should be the same with these parents and these uh, the assistant guys on their crew. They need to come to a meeting, and we need to sit down. And rather, they need to talk, and the commissioner or the football leagues need to talk. If y'all can cross those boundary lines, either y'all could be gone or, you know what I'm saying, and, and we, can, we can try to nip it in the bud a little bit, man. But I've been on that for years, man, and, I, and I'm still on it too, man. Still on it. Wow. Man, that's, that's something we talked about because out. some parents need to. I'm just bent out. Say it again. Yeah. I said some parents need to understand the rules and some parents need to understand, like, it's a line. Like, we're human beings. You know, coaches right. and officials are human beings, you know. Exactly. And, and I think at some point in time, parents cross the line. And, and like you said, it's a way how you talk to officials 
and how officials talk to. Let them do their job. Uh, That's the end of the day. Let them yeah, do their yeah. job. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and again, and again, you can talk to this. You can yell at the officials. Nothing wrong with that. But remember, see, this is the wrong. This is the thing about these yeah, guys that's doing you. They think they're on TV. Nobody mm. cares if you're yelling at the <laughs> official at a, at a community league, at a youth game. They think they're on TV, taking off their hats, getting all rambunctious. Their entertainment is funny and it's out of pocket, man. So, oh, you're so right. right. We're going to do an unprecedented. All of, everybody's going to be on the same call as we're giving out the big dummy of the day. So, today, September 7, 2022, to all, all the coaches who keep giving these officials a hard time and not being in a good example starting off the year, not being a good example to the youth, guess what? You are the big dummy of the day. Yes, you are. You big dummy, you big dummy, you big dummy, you big cold-blooded dummy, you big dummy, see what you did, oh no, you big dummy, oh no, you big dummy, you dummy. Yeah, man, it's a lot of dummies out there, a lot of, for real. Hey, man, we appreciate you guys staying on the line and giving your insight because that was really, really on my mind uh, going into to the day. So I'm so happy that it's just ironic that we got two of our best callers and a coach that's been doing it, got multiple state championships. I mean, multiple, almost 20. If you want to combine track and football, and he's been doing it over 20, 20, stuff, 20 plus years, man. Yes, sir. Give him a listen, world. And guess what, world? I remember the day when he told me he wasn't going to coach no more. But guess what? <laughs> guess what else was there, Tony? Guess what else was there, Tony? That's not you, man. You got to coach. Up. And look what 22 is. I love it. What are you about? <laughs> I'm not yes, going to agree uh, all the time. That's my brother, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, appreciate you guys calling me in. We appreciate the NSIP. Y'all stay on the line. We about to give our shout-outs, man. We thank you. We love you guys, man. Thanks. What a hell of a show. Bro, you got any shout-outs before we get out of here? Yeah, man. Shout-out to the fam. Hey, yo. I got my nephew up in there, nephew and Morgan. Say what's happening to the street. Say what's up. Say what's up. I got, I got Junior in the building with his girl, Jay. Say what's up, fam. Say what's up to the streets. Everybody say what's happening. Yeah, we got Popeye in the building. We got Mama Doc over there doing that thing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know what it is, man. Shout out to the white girl on the anniversary. You know how we get down. You know what I'm saying? Say, shout out to the dream. All the callers in the asylum. To my big brother, big brother, big brother, Rusty. I will be seeing you soon, sir. 
now that you retired, we can we can eat breakfast any day of the week. So I'm gonna catch up with you real soon. Now that you back in town. You know what I mean? Shout out to the dream team bad. Shout out hey, man, look, shout out to ICE, shout out to STG, shout out to my big brother OG the Buck, and my big brother Boo. But a special shout out not only to Serena Williams once again, but to another one of the ones that just put it down like no other in her sport, and that's Two Birds. I'm going to give Two Birds some love tonight. As I say, free BG, you know what I'm saying? But Two Birds, yeah, you one of the best to do it in your game too. So salute to one of the two greatest females to ever do it in their sport. Hey, while I win the next week, y'all know where your boy T-Row going to be. You understand? I love you, boys. Street! I-C-E, any shout-outs before we get out of here? Hey, man, shout-out to the Dream Team, man. I ain't seen y'all in a couple weeks. Been on the grind. My birthday weekend, man. I had a great weekend, man. Birthday has just been a blast, man. Hey, thank God for 55, man. Tell him fine. Uh, look at here, man. I missed the segment on Ohio State Notre Dame game. I missed that. I, I watched that game. We was ready for that game. But guess what, man? We lost two first-round receivers, man. Okay, that's first-round receivers, man. And I know, I know they had a young quarterback. But guess what, man? We're going to be fine. Notre Dame, they, they got, like, again, they, 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 they predicated on defense right now, man. You got Freeman, man. He, that's what he going to do. And they rank number five. So, I mean, they be the number five team, 24. That's a good game. That's a that's a, that's a, that's a well, real college guy. That's how two, two and a five should play. It should be no 17-point win to me. Now, I'm either, uh, oh, that's 51 to uh, 55 to nothing against uh, Oregon against uh Georgia, that, that's not, I don't want to see that you're a top 10 team and you're, you're getting seven. okay? That's not good football. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to take that game, man. I think we're going to build up that game. Go Ohio State, baby. Get ready this week, baby. Get ready for the battle. Big Brother Boo, who you shout out to this week? I'm going to shout out everybody that called in tonight, man. Heck of a show. I want to shout out ICE. I want to shout you out, Ro, man. Once again, happy anniversary. Happy birthday, ICE. Virgo season. I know you're on the field. You already know. Hey, I want to give a shout out to OG the Buck, Styles the God. Hey, man. Shout out to all the officials who put their life on the line officiating games. You know what I mean? We'll be back next Wednesday. You know what I mean? 8 p.m. sharp. Make sure you tune in. Blogtalkradio.com. Category Sport. Search box D8. That's the streets is talking. Hey, man. We salute you. Thanks for calling in. Hey, man. My prayers to the family. You know what I mean? Of uh, Who was murdered by uh, the Tlaib uh, brother, man. So, uh, my prayers to you and your family, sir. Man, that's tough. But we love you guys, as always. Keep inspiring us. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Like, On this like, track right like, here, close your eyes. Picture me rolling. Street! Street! See you, Cox, next week.